you people, you people, you think you want the truth. You beg me for the truth, but I don't think you people are ready to handle the truth. We're going to find out tonight on the Paranormal 60 News. You want the truth. You know there's only one place you're going to go on this planet to find it. There's only one show that's going to dig deeper and find the answers for you. But they're not on tonight, so I'm here. Luckily, I brought my Paranormal 60 News crew. Ladies and gentlemen, recording from the past, but playing in the present. Let me introduce to you the one, the only, the American hero, the Colonel, Martin Vias. How are you doing there, Dave? Happy Friday. Fri and, uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, you're somewhere in this party somewhere behind me. I, I need to find you. I need to get you a drink and get you going. Aboard aboard the Jericho Cruise? Is that That's uh, what right. you got going That's from your right, stateroom, your, your luxurious uh, Paranormal 60 News exactly. stateroom? It's my balcony. This is my balcony. Wow. And uh yeah. Well, hello everybody. Stay safe. Uh and is that some kind of fancy fanciful drink I see that you're drinking there? Yes. Well, you know, since I'm on the cruise, I need to get one of these little fancy. I I couldn't uh I told him, "Hey, I don't need the little uh tent umbrella thing. Uh just leave that off." But yeah, I'm 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 doing my drinks already. It's fancy looking. Ladies Thank and you. gentlemen, speaking of fancy, here he is. The Captain Hashtag #t-shirt kid Chachi is with us. What have we got? Hashtag #book of the bed this week. <laughs> Look at the well, bed. That was a that fast was, turnaround. Yep. Listen, I've got a whole machine shop here now turning these things out by the dozens. And Dave, I just wow. want to know, how did you get Jack Nicholson to open the show for us? It's amazing. I uh, I had to pull some strings. I had you know, to pull so some strings. People. I, I like to think I do. Can you guys hear that strange brain noise? What weird? the? <laughs> it, I, this could have something to do with our stories tonight. The mm -hmm. mysteries that we're going to uncover because tonight, before we go on this ship, before we are out there in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle where anything could happen, I wanted to make sure that our people got the truth. So in order to bring the truth, there's one lawman I knew that we could trust. We have to bring in the paranormal detective, Greg Lawson. And maybe a uh, little skewed truth, but yeah, I'm little, here, man. Wow. 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 <laughs> skewed, skewed I'm just saying. Truth. Yeah, skewed truth. Somebody's well, you know. bitter to not be on the cruise with us. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, actually, I am. I'm, you know, you got to be happy little, like these people. Just give me you. a little heads up. Maybe I can schedule some things. I did. I give you very little heads up and you didn't schedule it. So <laughs> you got exactly what you asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Some guys are never happy. Uh, happy let's get to it. Look at me. I know. Look I know. I'm drinking Dickle. I'm going to, I'm going to knock this bottle of Dickle out. I almost, <laughs> hold on. That, that might be an early intro for my hashtag next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Knock, knock this knock Dickle a, out. Knock this yeah. Dickle out. Hey man. Yeah. 
I it like sounds it. Weird. It sounds weird. Look at this. Look Only at when you my fancy it. my fancy goblet that was wow. crafted yeah. for me from uh, from yeah. the Folsom family yeah. fortress. Custom, custom crafted. Yeah. Custom. Because I I brought my other cool goblets with the skulls on it because this one's for fancy drinking when I have my friends oh, yeah. over. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've just been drinking mm. out of the goblet to keep this one safe. And last week we hurt Chachi's feelings not drinking out of these. So no. I packed it onto the oh, cruise yeah. with me and I'm drinking it. Because there's real friends who use his glasses. Even with the pinky seen. up. Yeah. Mm. You know, the real All right. people that are for his friends. Is Marty using my glass? Um, yeah. He's aboard yeah. the ship. Right He's I'm got a special. Ship. Yeah. I couldn't bring it on the ship. Yeah. All, right, All those rabble rousers behind him. Somebody's going to knock it off. He's going to drop it. it. And then, yeah. you know, pollute the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Um, A little bit later, guys, we have a new song that's been Man. added to our paratunes and it is from our guest who stopped in last week if, nice. if you were here last friday yeah. remember we had um thomas lane stop in to talk to us about his book right yeah. the karma factor right and uh he is also a musician and, and i threw out the challenge i said hey man well if you ever have a, a cool paranormal themed song that you'd like to play send it my way and he nice. did and we're gonna play it tonight so we've got that to look forward to speaking of music speaking of Chachi, music, i know you love the entertainment news tell me tell you me love to bring us the stuff well i know you're you're gonna have to tell me you've oh. got the news oh. uh, uh, let me, uh, let me well. catch you up on how this goes <laughs> i get a lead in i throw to you okay you yeah. read a story Sometimes wow. clearly, sometimes <laughs> early. Sure. It's really a crapshoot. Who knows? It's, it's early. It's, it's the first early. story. It will be fine. Hey, guys, you know what, though? I do have to make a quick mention, right? Because we are obviously not live tonight. Uh, but we did pre-record the show on Tuesday. The show is pre-recorded. This day is important in our history because today was the day I released the very first episode of the paranormal 60 where Jason Gowan was here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dan Eckhart, we were talking about the crone and then I had Jeff Belanger pop on to do our very first ever upon further review night of the Lepus. And we've got other movies we're going to be reviewing. I've got, I've got friends scattered far and wide watching bad B movies for your pleasure. We'll be talking about them as we can, Fill them in, probably starting closer to February, because we have to do a lot of slotting to get yeah, as many shows recorded as I can while I'm out. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, you've got a you've got a tale of UFO hijinks and a major celebrity. What's going on here? It's interesting how you said Miley Cyrus in tale. That's that's what I'm going to speak to tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, a tale of UFOs. Yes, correct, correct. Right. She mm -hmm. claims she was. Right air quote, chased down, there she is, hmm. by a UFO. Hmm. Since she became an adult, our friend mm -hmm. Miley's career has been defined by pushing the boundaries of what might have been expected of her as the daughter of country singer Billy Ray Cyrus, and of course, mm -hmm. the lead in Disney Channel's Hannah Montana. Her fans mm -hmm. already know that she doesn't really fit into any one box, air quotes, no. when it comes to what kind of performer and celebrity she is. And apparently... Even aliens from another planet have taken notice, since the star claimed in a 2020 interview that she was once chased down by some sort of UFO that the encounter has continued to affect her. She sat down with fashion designer Rick Owens for Interview Magazine in 2020, when the former child star opened up about her UFO encounter. During their discussion, Owens and Miley talked about the new music she was recording, being creative during the coronavirus, and living on the road 
which brought them to the extraterrestrial life topic. The designer told a story about staying on a ranch near Area 51 for his 57th birthday, which is when Cyrus asked him if he believed in aliens. I don't really, he said, but it seems a little arrogant to assume there's nobody else here but us. To which she responded, that's what I was freaking thinking. She then went into the details of what she believes was her brush was something from another planet, though she didn't exactly say when this brush occurred. I was driving through San Bernardino with my friend, and I got chased down by some sort of UFO, she said. I'm pretty sure about what I saw, but I also had just bought weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop. Mm. So it could have been the weed wax. Wait, yeah, what? Not... Weed wax. Well, you know, that's, so that's another bought... early so Miley Miley Cyrus <laughs> just... Pulls up in front of a taco shop to buy some weed wax from some fella. Is that, uh, I, I've never even heard of weed wax before. Is this something you're, Marty, are you familiar with this? Is the Colonel being plugged in to the counterculture? Yeah. yeah subverting I, it? Mm, yeah. I, I no, we don't even make a list for weed wax anymore. Yeah. 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 Sorry. What, what I can't help there, Dave. What did you say about you weed seem, wax, Craig? So we, we don't even make arrests for weed wax anymore. Really? It's just kind of oh, like... Yeah. So if you're like a weed waxer, you can just do it anytime, <laughs> yeah, anyplace, day. anywhere in the All great day. state of Texas. Weed waxing. Texas? Really? Weed waxing. Texas? Weed waxing. Who said Texas? What do you mean? thought you said Texas. Here we are in, in Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah, where apparently weed waxing is totally acceptable by the police completely yeah there. they won't yeah. they won't they won't pr prosecute don't worry about it but but miley you were you were on weed wax is that what she's saying she so just bizarre, bought right? it and then okay, was she using it. it oh she mm -hmm. was using it she was using miley. it miley can i let me address miley miley listen you know fly your own flag i'm a firm believer in that i'm not here to harsh anybody's mellow i'm not here to talk down your culture your youthful exuberance i'm here to support you your music your actions but when you're going to come out saying ufos and you were buying weed wax yeah. from a taco bell taco bell yeah do you, you not think that she could afford be honest, better weed wax miley be honest do you think this story is starting to sound a little hinky yeah, mm, that's right. Oh, oh, that's mm, right. Yeah. yeah, some doubt in her least, face. You can see in her face, yeah, she does look a little more perplexed. But let's hear. Exactly. Let's give oh. her the benefit of the doubt. Here we go. Okay. Dave, did you say harsh mellow or marshmallow? Oh, I don't want to harsh her mellow. Oh, that's a oh, yeah. Harsh, yeah. I don't think you can marsh. I don't think you can marsh someone's mellow. But maybe in the great state of Texas, you can. I don't know. <laughs> where, where, where weed waxing is all, all you can do all day long. There all right, let's go. get to it here. So what I found mm -hmm. very interesting about this story was mm -hmm. she described what she saw as a flying snow plow. It had this big plow in the front of it, and it was glowing yellow. I think she mm -hmm. saw something in oncoming traffic, actually. Yeah, she said, I saw it flying, and my friend saw it, too. Now, she didn't mention mm -hmm. her friend earlier. There are a couple other cars on the road, and they also stopped to look. So I think what I saw was real. Whether mm. something was there or she was just having some sort of weed wax hallucination, weed the wax. sighting mm. took Cyrus off guard. Oh. She said she was shaken for like five days and couldn't really look at the sky the same because she was afraid they might come back. <laughs> but when she was asked if she felt threatened, she said, no, I didn't feel threatened at all. 
But I did see a being sitting in the front of the flying object. It looked at me and we made eye contact. And I think that's where it really shook me, looking into the eyes of something that I couldn't quite wrap my head around. But mm. if you're so right to say that it's a form of narcissism to think that we're the only things that could be in this vast universe. Other stars have been very vocal about their own beliefs in life beyond our planet. My North Star, Nick Jonas, for example, told Seth Meyers. <laughs> mm. Yes, do tell your, your North Star, Nick Jonas. Okay, right. Uh, Again, told, not here to harsh your mellow. Go ahead. Uh, not, uh, marsh my mellow. Marsh to hello. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He told Seth Meyers back in 2015, that was a whole different decade, that mm -hmm. he saw lights in the sky as a child that mm -hmm. left him a firm believer in ETs, while country star Casey Musgraves told Us Weekly the same year that she's seen several UFOs in her lifetime. Speaking to Jimbo Kimball in 2020, Mad Men star January Jones said that she believes she saw a spaceship in the skies over Iowa when she was in her 20s. How old is January Jones? Uh, probably 30 now. 30. Oh, okay. Let's so just like, go with 30. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Is she 15? Years ago. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Post Malone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kurt Russell. Really? And Aaron Rodgers are among other stars who have also claimed to have spotted aliens or UFOs. And Ooh, a little foreshadowing. Yes. Later this week when we do another show, uh -huh, I have uh -huh. a story about said Mr. Rogers. Oh. Mr. Rogers. Fred Rogers? Fred Aaron Rogers. Get out of here. That's not his name. Get Former quarterback. I'm, again, foreshadowing for you sports fans. Wow. Former mm. quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You know what mm. you just heard there, folks? Truth. Truth. Darn right. I'm spitting wow. it. Hey, hey there. Uh, Eric, wait, wait, um, hold on. Hold on. Hold, oh, sorry. hold on. Can I have my time, hold Marty? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Are you done? Marty? I thought you were done. Are you done? Sorry about that. Eric? Yes, sir. I want to congratulate you because it's been a while. Dumbest news of the day. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Really? Little credibility. No, I thought I was about to get recognition for not screwing no, anything up. No, it's just stupid. Jeez. You did fine uh, for not messing up. I don't have a scullyism for that. We'll see if we can make one. Hey, you did good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Wow. The stars we had, right? That's, yeah. If, yes, that, oh, that'll work. Hey, you right, did well, listen, good. I thought that was very well researched, and mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. it was a good story there, Eric. And Good job, Good Eric. work. What's unique about this story is, in yes. addition to researching the Miley, uh, I researched right. the Nick Jonas, the Casey Musgraves, the January Jones. I mean, I just kept researching. By I research, you mean you read the sentences on that article? The ones yeah. that were in the article, correct. Yeah. I read those correctly. You read them. Yes. I read them. And yeah, thank good. you. Was, was there any, Eric, was there any connection between those stars and Weed Wax? The only thing is, like on the weekend, when my mm -hmm. lawn needs taken care of, I do a lot mm -hmm. of weed waxing. Oh, no, that's there a different a connection thing. there. That is not the same. Yeah. Huh. No. Oh. Wow, look at Greg. He is just, he's owly. Whoa, Greg, family show. He's owly mm. over there. Yeah. Mm. Let's hey, get I'm to a, it. We got another story movie. to share. I'm on a great Top movie. UFO <laughs> investigator says aliens have an agenda. And guys, it's not a peaceful one. Uh oh. That's right. A leading UFO expert has warned that aliens, they don't come in peace. 
after spending 45 years investigating potential extraterrestrial sightings, that picture might be a little young if if he's been doing it for 45 years now. Otherwise, he, he started at the age of four and looks great. In the womb. Malcolm Robinson has written 10 books on aliens and described what he thinks they look like. Robinson has researched dozens of alien incidents over the decades and claims that they have, in fact, carried out abductions. Although many sightings are explainable, he says that there are also several incidents over the years that are still not fully understood. And Robinson has warned that aliens have an agenda, although it's not yet clear what that agenda is. Whilst a large proportion of UFOs can be explained away as having natural explanations, only a few remain. And it is to that small 1% that I and my colleagues worldwide are trying to get to the bottom of, according to Robinson. What is in no doubt is the fact that the UFO enigma is real. It's very real. And it's been with us throughout the time. We see it in things like Renaissance and cave paintings. This is an actual cave painting image that I'm popping up. For those of you watching along, for those of you listening, go check out the video. You want to check it out at the Paranormal 60 YouTube channel. Yeah. So he said, these strange shapes and entities have appeared in art, Renaissance art, original cave paintings, and Robinson became immersed in the world of UFOs at the tender age of 20 when he tried to prove all sightings were nonsense, but he failed. Since then, he has given lectures in the UK, Europe, and America, and has discussed his theories with the likes of Amanda Holden and Steven Spielberg. He also founded Scotland's oldest current UFO and paranormal activity society, Strange Phenomenon Investigations, back in 1979. When asked what he thinks aliens look like, Robinson said the most commonly reported sightings aren't too dissimilar from the kinds of creatures that we're used to seeing in film and on TV. Witnesses state that they are seeing what we call the greys, he explained. They're Small, childlike creatures, about three to four feet in height, with bluey-gray translucent skin, big, pear-shaped heads with these inky black wraparound eyes, no signs of genitalia at all. His many years of investigations have also led him to unpack a number of dramatic incidents, including Scotland's first-ever alien abduction, which allegedly saw Edinburgh residents Gary Wood and Colin Wright carried away on August 17th, 1992, in 1992, in what is now known as the A-70 incident. So writing about this incident, for one of his best-selling books, Robinson described the pair were subjected to an astonishing and frightening experience, which has stayed with them to this day. The pair had been driving on the A-70, described as a desolate stretch of road, when they were confronted with a two-tiered disc-shaped object, which looked decidedly out of place, hovering about 20 feet above the surface of the road. The men sped away and believed that they had escaped, but lost about half an hour's worth of memory from the drive. Days later, they began experiencing massive, massive headaches. It was then that Robinson became involved researching the case and subjecting the pair to hypnosis to better understand what had happened that night. The hypnotherapist was Helen Walters, a dear friend and someone who would treat both Gary and Colin with the utmost care, he wrote. 
Under hypnosis, both men recalled seeing three small entities who looked them in the eyes and they came from this flying black object and they brought them aboard the object where they kept them for quite a period of time. Both Gary and Colin are left feeling bemused by what happened to them, Robinson wrote. A two-tiered UFO. Hmm. Double-decker. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of like That's a very Airbus. European. It's for, it's for yeah. the rich folk. Is it the rich folk UFOs? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like the tourists. So uh, they can... Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Well, yeah, the Gary rich people are on the top. Take the Whatever pictures, you want yeah. to be, Dave. Whatever yeah. you want yeah. to be. Kind of like uh, the three of us on this cruise ship. We are down in the, in the bunkers. We are in the whole oh, yeah. ship with yeah. with with Rose and Jack, and we're dancing on shakes. <laughs> we wish you were here, Greg. Mm-hmm. Wow. They said amazing. this oh, yeah. is this yeah. ship is a Titanic fun fest. And oh, I don't yeah. I don't like that they keep using the term Titanic. But we're aboard. Yeah. We're gonna have fun anyway. It's a word. That's Speaking all of having fun, Colonel. Yes, Hold sir. On. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. space junk will block out stars and prevent oh, detection yeah. of alien life, experts warn. Experts mm-hmm. have recently warned that an abundance of satellites is threatening to clog up the night skies, blocking out stars and leaving astronomers unable to make observations or detect alien life. According mm-hmm. to the Independent, more than 8,000 satellites are orbiting the Earth, which is a fourfold increase since 2019. This rate is only expected to increase as the commercial global space industry grows. Notably, around 400,000 satellites have already been approved globally for low Earth orbit. Tony Mm. Tyson, a professor of physics and astronomy at the University of California, said, if you just went out in a dark place somewhere and looked at the sky in 2030, it would be a very macabre scene. The sky will be crawling with moving satellites, and the number of stars that you would see are minimum even in a very dark sky. It's a major issue. Dr. Robert Massey, Deputy Executive Director of the Royal Astronomical Society, said that there has been a paradigm shift in how we view space. He stated, there is the real prospect that we could see hundreds of thousands of satellites in orbit by the end of the decade. Frankly, Searching for the origin of life may be a long shot, but but detecting signals from the other civilizations becomes harder if you have an incredibly powerful and noisy sky. Unlike light pollution, you cannot get away from it because wherever you are on Earth, you can see the sky. If we leave this unchecked, I think this is also a cultural issue. If you get to the point where satellites make up about 10% of the stars in the sky moving around, I think that's fairly intrusive, and it is a damage to that natural landscape, he added. According to the Express, experts explain that part of the issue is that satellites reflect sunlight back down to Earth, which has already been causing problems for astronomers. This is because bright streaks from the light form when satellites drift in front of the optical field. Another issue is that Internet satellites are capable of interfering with sensitive radio telescopes. The Vera Rubin Telescope, located in Veracy Rubin Observatory in Chile, is already facing major issues from satellites. It is set to embark on a 10-year survey next year, and its purpose is to search for tiny changes in the movements of 37 billion stars and galaxies. However, early testing has revealed that around 40% of the frames will be affected by the space debris during twilight hours. So 
kind of mm. depressing story. I, I, I didn't want to bring everyone down on that, but I felt well, it was important research. It is. Here's the, here's what concerns me. If you've got all that crap just floating up there, it eventually has to come down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Right. And especially now that they're, they're okaying all of this low level, low flying satellite stuff. I don't know if that's going to have enough time. Greg, you're, you're kind of a aerial guy. Do you think that would give it enough time to burn up effectively before, I don't know, destroying Austin, Texas before it hits? Well, thanks, Dave. I am kind of an aerial guy. And yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoy satellites and I like watching them. Um, but yes, they, they should. Most of the most, most of the admission. You know, I've been working all day. I just got home. I you know, I like it, well, Dave, and I like when glue gets really hard and sticks things together. Dave, you know oh. what? I like the color blue. So, so most of those, uh, you know, are designed uh-huh. to go down over oceans, large oceans. They're not designed to go down. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's, uh, they, they do a lot of things. It's, it's called math. It's, it's, it's hidden in books. Right. I understand that. But we also know that the earth is constantly barraged by debris from it outer is. space. Yep, yep, and yep, even right. little pebbles can little come pebbles. through, hit a satellite, knock that satellite straight oh, down. That's true. All right. You know, you want to go right? there, then yeah, of course. There's, I, there's I do want to go there. There's a problem. Do you know why Maybe I want to go, go there? Because I'm here to talk about the we truth. Have a, we have a problem. Or truth. Yeah. The truth. Tough night for truth. Uh-huh. It is. We're here to talk about the truth, even if it's involving weed waxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing. I remember when I first saw my first satellites back in the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, and that was so, so rare. Today, you can go out there, if you have a little bit of a, a, a dark night, it, you know, there's one every couple of minutes. Yeah. And so, uh, and you know, and then the, the apps that you can get that will actually track them and tell you what satellite it is, what country it's from, and everything. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah. When you were able to see those in the 80s, were you riding atop your brontosaurus on the way home from a date? I was the one I saw, you know, to answer your serious question, because I know that, that's what you would, uh, you would, you would yeah, form a serious Because I want truth. I, I want the truth. truth. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember exactly where I was. I was uh, north of the Brooks Range. I was on top of an 880, which is a Dodge pickup truck with a camper on the back of it. Uh, in, uh, it was probably 40 below outside. I was in a sleeping bag, sleeping on top of it with a little, a little uh, eye hole that I could look out. And I saw the satellite go by. It was amazing. It really was. It I got to tell you, a, I appreciate the specificity. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you there. I'm trying to, you know, Greg. Oh, you're like, I'm there. The, hey, Greg, can you remember the brand of the sleeping bag? I, I, I kind of wanted to find that out as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a uh, OD Green uh, P60. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, OD Green P60. It's amazing. Truth. All right, with all that, we've warmed up the paranormal detective's jawline. So let's go to it. We've got another story involving space. Oh, it's me. Hey, here we yeah, go. That's you, there's a yeah. new machine, a new what? learning. Yeah, there's a new machine. Learning method uh, has found eight previously <laughs> undetected signals. What? Mm-hmm. Signals of a new machine. Oh, Hesitation. Learning method. <laughs> <laughs> a new machine. A new machine. Learning emphasis. Yeah. You wanted to emphasize mm-hmm. that. Machine learning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Machine uh, learning. It has found eight previously undetected signals of interest in the search for alien life, scientists say. Yep. Those signals of interest coming from five stars relatively near Earth could possibly mm-hmm. be indications of 
alien intelligence on other worlds. What? Yeah. And those targets and others like them mean mm -hmm. that artificial intelligence could allow us to finally find signals of life beyond Earth, according to the researchers. Much wow. of the hunt for extraterrestrial intelligence looks for techno signatures. Can we all say it? Techno, techno signatures. signatures. Yeah, okay. Uh, on <laughs> signals that could have come from alien technology accidentally or mm -hmm. on purpose. But oh. scientists struggle to mm -hmm. find the techno signatures in part because there are so many interesting candidates, much of which comes from interference. The new mm. system is intended to allow researchers to comb through the vast amounts of data to us and through the universe and help us more quickly pick through to find signals that might be of interest. It could also let researchers filter out false positives, which can happen when interest are picked up from interference and other human technologies. Mm -hmm. It has already found eight promising extraterrestrial intelligence signals of interest not previously identified. Researchers write in a new paper describing this new intelligence system. However, mm -hmm. repeated mm -hmm. observations of those targets has not yet resulted in the detection. Detection. <laughs> the detection, you the, say? The, the redetection of signals that are similar. Yes. Most uh -huh. of the search for techno signatures have focused on radio frequencies because they travel easily through space and systems for sending these detections uh, can be built relatively easy. In particular, mm -hmm. researchers look for narrow band signals that can be more easily picked apart from natural radio emissions that occur regularly throughout the universe. Hmm. Yeah. The new system hunted through data that can be collected on those radio signals, which have come from throughout the universe. It's described uh, in a paper published in Nature Astronomy, as opposed to, you know, unnatural astronomy or techno astronomy or something like that. So, mm. yeah, scientists also researched through 115 million what they call snippets of data. It's a technical mm -hmm. term, snippets wow, of data, snippets. and found mm -hmm. almost 3 million signals of interest. After fil filtering through those 3 million interest, mm -hmm. they pulled out false positives and left 20,515 signals. Of those, they found eight signals of interest that grabbed interest on researchers. God bless yeah. snippets. Yep. Eight, eight yeah. signals out of 115 million. So. Mm. Uh, these are coming from 30 to 90 light years away from Earth. The researchers say that they did not attempt to make a conclusion on whether these signals are genuinely produced by intelligence or something else. Back to you, Dave. Interesting. Good story. Mm -hmm. Good story. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, let's do something. Uh, you know, I, I like that the that the amount of these are crawling up again, and I'd like to hear even more. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now. It's time now for Paratunes. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. This Paratune comes to us from the author of The Karma Factor. And the book is written by Thomas Lane, The Karma Factor. And I have two copies of The Karma Factor to give away. I will give away one of those books right now to the first person that emails me at dave at 
paranormal60.com. That's Dave at paranormal60.com and can tell me the correct hashtag t-shirt that Eric wore last week. Oh, oh that's clever. That's clever. You will get oh. one copy of the book. Ooh. Stay tuned for an opportunity for wow. you to get the second I see copy how this in works. just a bit. Yeah. yeah. Which, which so last week, though? Last week. <laughs> Uh, you were here, not, so Greg has not lost the ability yeah. to bring the show to a screeching halt, has he? Just boom, let's yep. do it, ladies and gentlemen. This is limo. <laughs> the phone never rang, but I took the call. Went and got a highway down from the wall Climbed in my old limo Full of empty spaces Sat in the dark Tried on a thousand different faces My chauffeur appeared He's sometimes hard to see Don't follow my orders But he looks a lot like me Turned around slow Looked me in the eye Said I'll take you somewhere Where the rubber meets the sky Driver Like he was holding a guitar Said wherever you go son Is not always where you are Thought I heard laughter Underneath the hood He said it all runs on music When the world's looking good So throw in the seatbelts And roll those windows down Tonight we're going zen Strip the circus from the clown He drove high above the city lights Then he took a perfect smile Yes he took a perfect smile Tossed it out into the night Drive me away Pour me a drink From the Milky Way Somewhere, somehow There's that place called love Label my direction Oh yeah In search of silence into deep space where spiritual detectives go looking for grace and ufo boys and guys out on mission playing all night poker in a cosmic kitchen 
Primer began to fade like a watercolor in the rain And the planet sang like prisoners free of chains I took off my final mask, dropped it with a sigh You see, we've done a lot of crawling But we were born to fly tracker from the hotel earth album the song limo again the musician thomas lane guys that had i loved it it had kind of that, that was irish great. drinking yeah irish drink it. yeah that's exactly what, yeah, what did, was, thomas's voice it. reminds me of somebody else too who does he sound like to you guys he's got that kind of i don't know i was i, I was thinking that though you, so have, many of the people when we talk uh, they have one voice, and then man, when they sing, yeah. they, I loved his. Right. I loved his voice. In this he has a Gordon Lightfoot sound. Yeah, it was in his voice. I could hear a little of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sundown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Well yeah. played, Colonel. Yeah. Well played. That was a great song, man. That was. That a good was. Song. I like it. Very good song. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash p60 it's time to take control of your life dave's here rooting you on and if i can do this you can do this let's do this together betterhelp.com slash p60 there's a link for it on today's program guide 
Join us for this amazing paranormal conference that's being held in a haunted school in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Haunted Midwest Ghost Tours presents Great Lakes Paranormal Conference on September 22nd through the 24th, 2023. We have some great speakers with Jason Hawes, Adam Berry, Sherry Benedetti, Lyle Blackburn, Shane Pittman, Sarah Lemos, Dave Schrader, Jeff Bellinger, along with Wisconsin's very own Chad Lewis, and many more will make this one of Wisconsin's most talked about events. We have over 40 vendors and nighttime investigations at various haunted locations with special guests. Get your tickets now at GreatLakesParanormalConference.com and find us on Facebook under the same name. Choose from VIP, General 3-Day, and Day Pass. Again, that's GreatLakesParanormalConference.com. Haunted Magazine is packed full of the paranormal, stuffed with the supernatural, sautéed with spookiness, garnished with ghosts, and even drizzled with a dash of demons. If you want histories, mysteries, ghost stories, hauntings, weird stuff, freaky stuff, and more supernatural than you can shake a stick at, come and see Haunted Magazine for the world's best paranormal writers. Visit www.hauntedmagazineprintshop.com for your latest scare. Remember kids, don't be normal, be paranormal. Now, there are the Paranormal 60 t-shirts. The Paranormal 60 t-shirts are up and available. If you're interested, you just email me with your shipping address, what size you're looking for, small, medium, X, uh, small, medium, large, extra large, two, three, four, or five. XL is as high as we go. T-shirts range between $25 to $30, depending on the size. It's got the Paranormal 60 logo on the front. And on the reverse, there are four choices. Don't scare me, I poop easily. Words is hard. Darkling and Paranormal Talk Radio with the Paranormal60.com logo right on there so that you can easily show off your love for the show. Now. I got to ask you guys, my friend Dan, who created the Paranormal 60 logo, did the original Darkness Radio logos, has done all of my artwork for me, created something interesting with the term Darkling. He thought maybe the Darklings would like their own design. So he created a little image to kind of sell me on the concept. So here's the image, and he put it on me. Uh, I love that he he Photoshopped in as though Bruce is wearing a Paranormal 60 t-shirt. I don't believe that was Photoshopped. I think that's guys, real. I think what that's do you guys real. think? Do you like the two little creepy darklings on the front of the shirt with the paranormal 60 logo and the darklings underneath it? My vote is oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we, that might be our next shirt. Maybe we'll release that this summer. If enough people are interested, start emailing me now, Dave at paranormal60.com. And uh, as soon as we do drop those, if we do drop them, do drop. you will be among the very first to know about them coming out. Again, if you're interested in our regular t-shirts right now, email me, Dave at paranormal60.com. Include your shipping address, your email address, your full name, what size you want, how many you want, and what design you want. And then I will send you an invoice when I'm back from the cruise. And once you pay that invoice, 
we will process your order. Now, for all of you that have already pre-ordered the shirts, a few went out. A couple of the plates were damaged during the printing process, so we are getting in new screen plates for these shirts. So please bear with us. They will be coming out. If you have not gotten your shirt yet, they will be coming out in the Mm. next seven to 10 business days. So I just want to put that out for you so you understand what's going on. We just want to make sure we're sending out good, high-quality shirts for you. Let's uh, let's get back to it. We've got let's stories to share. To because you know what tonight's about? What well, truth. truth? Truth. Truth. That's yeah, right. The truth. truth. Now, this next story, I'd like I I want to keep a little space to talk about when we're over right. uh, talking about it because I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know where I stand on it. Chachi, where are we going to begin with this uh, this evening's next story? This is a story I've been actually following for a couple years. You know, when I had mm-hmm. the idea for the Paranormal 60 News, mm-hmm. this is one of the mm-hmm. things I thought would be good. <laughs> if only you could see mm-hmm. Dave's face right now, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, I remember hearing yeah, about this a couple years ago. Um, scientists are planning to reincarnate, is their term, the woolly mammoth in the next four years. Mm-hmm. That will be here in the blink of an eye. The long-dead woolly mammoth will make its return from extinction by 2027, says Colossal, the biotech company actively working to reincarnate the ancient beast. Last year, the Dallas, Texas, or text us, depending on how you pronounce Mm -hmm. that, based firm scored an additional, and get this, $60 million in funding to continue the (laughs) mammoth task of gene editing wow. the work that it started in 2021. So think about that. They've already got 60 million bucks and they've only uh-huh. been working on this a couple years. If right. successful, not only will they bring back an extinct species, one the company dubs a cold-resistant elephant, but it will also reintroduce the woolly mammoth to the same ecosystem in which it once lived in an effort to fight climate change. Wouldn't that so be eco Yeah, pretty much eco, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, let me write that down. Let's, let me Apologies just uh, pull this down. I'll, let's, just, I'll, I'll, let's, let's all have a sip, should we? Yeah. I'll, Dave, I'll, uh, Dave, I'll echo uh, your correction. Where did I see that? Okay, ecosystem. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It would be the ecosystem. Echo has a, an H on it. E C H O. Who did Echo play with? The Bunny Men. Right. True. All right. Yeah. You like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and you know, and they did this. They did the theme song for what popular 1980s movie? The Simpsons. No, Pretty no. in Pink. Uh, oh, wasn't that I echo was in the bunny? It absolutely I was. Say was. And you now get, I'm going to date myself. For that so I can... Now I'm going to date myself. Why wow, you never stop talking for me to to have to pause any other time? Why should I start now? <laughs> Poor Greg. I think I think psychedelic furs saying. Pretty in pink, Dave. Hate, hate to burst the uh, bubble. Echo and the Bunnymen, I think, had a song on that soundtrack. Listen, mm-hmm. while I'm reading, yeah, yeah, they did. Please, all of you, just go ahead and look it up. Okay. I would like to know what songs they did have right, um, yeah, in the Echo, it. nope, Eco system. By the way, you know, when I started this show, I never carried a pen to the show. Now I go through mm-hmm. like three in an episode, writing down all the mistakes we've had. So you wow. go through three wow. pens in a show? In a show. But I mean, let's be honest, the shows are almost six days long at times. So. <laughs> All right, let me get back to this because we've got something uh, to talk about at the end. We need people need to get drunk on this cruise. People are a little owly tonight. All right. That's a Greg comment right there, man. I know. I that's... just want you to harsh my mellow, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's get back I to might it. Marsh it later. Go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Colossal, 
that biotech company I referred to earlier, calls the mm-hmm. woolly mallet. Mm-hmm. Mallet? Yeah. I'm a big fan fair. of the woolly mallet. Yeah. <laughs> um, vast migration patterns, an active part of preserving the health of the Arctic. And yeah. so bringing the animal back to life can have a beneficial impact on the health of the world's ecosystem. I paused there to make sure I got it right. While Colossal originally hoped to reintroduce the woolly mammoth into Siberia, the company Mm. may explore other options based upon the current political framework of the world and the climate. Texas Mm. would be a good point this week. Yeah, we had some in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The woolly mammoth DNA is, get this, 99.6% match to the Asian Mm. elephant. There you go. Which leads Mm. Colossal to believe Mm. it's well on its way toward achieving its goal. In the minds of many, this creature is gone forever, the company says, but not in the minds of our scientists, nor the labs of our company. We're already in the process of the de-extinction of the woolly mammoth. Our teams have collected viable DNA samples and are editing the genes that will allow this wonderful megafauna to once again thunder through the Arctic. Thunder. Yeah. Through gene mm-hmm. editing, mm-hmm. colossal mm-hmm. scientists will eventually create an embryo. Embryo? Is there That's an R right. in that Embryo. word? Embryo. Uh, Embryo, yeah. I would like to recommend that going forward, I, like I, I read articles number one and two and then sit back the rest of the show. Can I do that? <laughs> Good Lord. Um, this will place the embryo in an... Ah. Wow. They will place... Wait, wait. It'll, it'll place the embryo in an... Ah. <laughs> uh, Listen, it's going to hurt, right? Putting that embryo It's going to hurt, yeah. Oh. Are they One of the four. In the urethra? Where are they going with it? <laughs> embryos is hard. Yeah, yeah embryos is hard. Ooh. They Ooh. will place the embryo in an African elephant to take advantage of its size and allow it to give birth to the new woolly mammoth. So um, I thought they were going to make this like in a in a uh, lab. They're actually going to oh, make it and yeah. then shove it into an unsuspecting Arctic yep. elephant. African, 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 African. I don't think woolly mammoths have to leave shore. I need this cruise to leave shore. (laughs) What's going to happen if he grows ears? Woolly mammoths don't supposed to have ears. What what are you talking? They have ears. Little bitty ears. He's picking his ear right there. That's the truth. There's the truth right there. Yeah. See, why do you got to ear shame him, Greg? Listen, listen. Because ears, his ears would fall off. They'd freeze in the Arctic. He's they're gene splicing. They're messing with stuff. So they're going to have floppy, hairy ears. (sighs) Didn't you see Jurassic Park, Greg? Come Come on. on, What could go wrong? Exactly. I say do it. Mm. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I've got an update. It's literally, Uh that's literally hours old let me get to this the eventual goal is to then repopulate parts of the arctic with a new woolly mammoth and strengthen Mm -hmm. local plant life with the migration patterns and dietary habits of said beast Mm -hmm. if colossal proves successful on reincarnating the woolly mammoth expect the return of the tasmanian devil the tasmanian tiger what the world which will open a variety of new ethical questions Look at that guy. to arise on how to handle these creatures and potential reintroduction issues. Now, again, I am not here to bring you old news. So literally today, everybody, today, literally. this company just got another funding round of $150 million more dollars. <laughs> Good Lord. So now they're up to $210 million. Mm. And the reason they got the $150 million is because they have now made the claim that they can also bring back the dodo bird, 
which was last seen about 350, 360 years ago. I'd um, get me one of those. So think <sighs> think about this this like business plan here. I got to be honest with you. Walking around the old Jericho cruise, I've seen a couple of dodo birds that have passed mm-hmm. the extinction mark. They're here. They're here. Is that what that was? Couldn't you tell by the mullet? <laughs> you know, Eric, with all this money they're getting, why don't they bring back something like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or something like that? You know? So, Dodo birds? Come on, man. So to that point, right? Start if they're, they're going to sell to their investors that, hey, if I bring back this mammoth, it's actually going to help climate change. And let's be honest. That's a big hot button issue, right? Hot button. Mm-hmm. Hot. Mm-hmm. What? is the purpose of bringing back the dodo bird yeah i know because oh, Dave, you're humans humans introduced uh the the beasts to the island where the dodo bird was indigenous i believe therefore it's our fault that they're extinct because right. they are no right. non-flying bird they stood what like three feet tall some got up to Hold 50 on. pounds they were ground laying eggs so rats and cats and nasty things would dig up the yeah. eggs and eat them and yep. it was only because of human introduction that that species was eradicated eradicated mm. am i right, right? No, no you're right you're literally right. i think i read this in in fortune today uh nick mm-hmm. jonas had sent me an article and mm. i was reading that yeah. and your north yeah. star nick jonas. my, my north star, yeah. story so yeah. literally imagine every two years you're kind of running out of money at, at this company you go back mm-hmm. and go hey i'm gonna bring back Mm. The yeah. DeLorean, right? I've got, oh, yeah. DNA. Oh, I'm yeah. bring, I've got it figured bring out. Bring back the Uh-oh. Choco Taco. Oh, exactly. that would be good. Oh, yeah, right. uh, how about how about if we start a corporation? You're the brains behind this, Eric. You know the mm, banking stuff. Yep. If we start a corporation where we're going to bring back Art Bell, Ooh, radio's yeah, late night legend, go. I'll there start you a go. Go- fund me page mm-hmm. and we will okay. collect the funds we only need i i'm let me check the math real quick if i go right. in mm-hmm. back, carry the, if you brought mm-hmm. back the always carry the two button. always carry the yeah. two yep. you may what want to it? send it to eric just so he can double check those mm-hmm. numbers there dave but uh yeah. just a suggestion it like it looks like we would only need roughly 325 billion dollars to bring art bell back oh, nothing mm. And we're That's hoping to get it right. If we don't get it right, uh, we will definitely not waste it on pizza and beer. Anchorito. This show proves that. Bring back the Anchorito. Right? Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. Hashtag. The Anchorito. I'm talking serious, and he's talking Choco Tacos and the Anchorito. Mm. I don't even know what an Anchorito is. Oh, man. You're missing something there. there right, there. right. You, talk you about are it. missing you talk something. About it. Bring on the horses. Bring yeah. on the dancing horses is well known as one of the songs the of the soundtrack horse. to John Hughes' film Pretty in Pink. One of the songs, but who yeah. sang Pretty in Pink? I think yeah. Marty's right. It was a psychedelic. He, first. he is right. Yeah, it was a yeah. psychedelic first. Very wow. close. Nice call, Marty. Yeah. Very Anyways, close. Listen, Thank you guys. I, I think we're going to have to keep our eyes on this. I would ask any of our listeners to put into your phone right now, four years from this date, to check back with us. We'll be on our, how many episodes by then, Dave? 7,000, 8,000, yeah, something okay. like that. Probably. Yeah. I want you to bring up if we forget, is mm-hmm. the woolly mammoth back? And so, what is are the investors the hoping mammoth. to get from this, right? If they give you 60 million, they want their money back in spades. Yeah. Right. So, what, that what, unless they're going to turn this into some sort of meat situation, mm. what, what about a park? 
You can put a bunch of them out there and charge yeah. a lot of money. Have we not seen how that goes? People, Hollywood does not need to be right all the time. Oh, Let's, exactly. uh, you know what? So I don't understand. Okay, help me out on this. Yep. Too many cows pooping is creating gas house emissions, think, which yeah. is messing with the ozone. Now right. we're going to put a giant furry elephant who's going to poop a lot. Yeah. I'm yes. Guessing. Yes. And, and now it's got fur, so it's going to stick to the fur. So exactly. that's just going to emit gas no. house emissions all the gas time. Perfect gas sense. House. Good catch, Greg. Gas house emissions. <laughs> well, right. it is a gas house emission. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm I don't know. So here, let me ask you this question because I know the three of you watch a lot more movies than I do. I'm busy mm -hmm, working, mm -hmm. trying to mm -hmm, you yeah, know, market yeah. this this organization. I just, I, yeah. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Has there been an old movie? And mm -hmm, let's go back. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the way to 2022, 2021, way back. Wow, way back in history. Back in history. Yeah. 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 I don't know if Where you that something that was in yeah. that movie, mm -hmm, a la mm -hmm. Jurassic Park, ended up actually happening and coming true in the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um helicopter. Two to beam up. Portable handheld mm -hmm. phone devices. Mm -hmm. Star there you Trek. Go. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, but they didn't look at that as a phone though, right? It was more well, just it I mean it's a, a handheld communicator. It was almost like an that iPad. eventually had a screen on it so that they could see. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I do know that they are working on Tricor technology. Park, was it? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that was Jurassic Park, Greg. Go back and watch them all. Well, you got to watch where it's a tight scene. It right. sneaks in there on you. What are they working um, on, How about the Simpsons? How many times have they been right with their weird-ass predictions? Super Bowl. Yeah, crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, listen. Crazy. We've talked enough about my story. Um, yeah. Have you one? My hey. story. Yeah. That's it. You're done, buddy. You're done. You've you've completed your mission. Let's go to mine, ladies and gentlemen. Bigfoot. There we go. A data scientist thinks that he solved the mystery of Bigfoot, not by searching for the creature out in the wild, but by examining the math instead. You talked about this earlier. It's in the math, Greg. Right? It's yeah, all yeah. in the numbers. Every time. Right. This is my kind of guy. Let's go Bigfoot hunting in a lab where we're not going to get torn apart by a pissed off Sasquatch. That's my concept. In a new preprint study published online, data analyst Flo Floxen. Oh, yeah. I'm that a is a fantastic name. name. I like that. Name. I had a picture. Now I can't find it. Damn it. Flo Next. Floxen, spelled F-L-O-E, Foxen, F-O-X-O-N, says many sightings could actually be nothing more than black bears, which can be roughly the size and shape of a Sasquatch when walking on their hind legs. Uh. Come on. Bigfoot. Look at the picture. That's pretty Come compelling. Come so If you are me there. and you are an avid endorsement and that comes walking by, I'm screaming Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I'm just Flo, saying. Flo Floxen yeah. said this. Hold on. Now, here's a simple formula. State. Get out that pen. You're going to start needing to do some math here. Okay. Here mm -hmm. we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. Sasquatch sightings were statistically significantly higher when associated with bear populations. That, on average, one Bigfoot sighting is expected for every 900 bears. Based on statistical considerations, it is likely that many supposed Sasquatch are really just misidentified known forms. Come on. This right here. Look, okay, brown bears, black bears, brown. or Bigfoot. This is this is the map. In the map, 
We see the range of black bears and brown bears in the continental United States compared to all of the Bigfoot sightings in the Bigfoot Mapping Project database. There is no question that these animals share habitat and food sources, and they can be great mountain ranges and forests of this country supporting bears. Why not Bigfoot? Right? It's an interesting thing to think about. Now, it also shows two big exceptions, Texas and Florida. Those two states have had plenty of Bigfoot sightings, but Texas mm -hmm. has no bear population, and nope. Florida has only a small presence. Those, he wrote, could be explained by other animals or even people mistaken for Bigfoot. Usually when people say they've seen something like Bigfoot, they aren't lying about what they saw, he explained. Foxen's analysts cite previous studies, including a 2009 report published in the Journal of Biogeography that also found a distinct overlap between black bear populations and Bigfoot sightings. The authors of that study wrote that the overlap suggests that many sightings of this cryptid may be simple cases of mistaken identity. Now, have you guys ever seen a bear with mange? Mm-hmm. Yep. Look I've never that. seen one. I've seen pictures like oh that my one. God. Okay. That's well, my question was, Marty, have you ever seen one? You said, yep. So you I did. have seen yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. So you see something like this would terrify the living hell out of me in the woods. This is a bear with mange. This is a mangy bear. Oh, I, I see, see the, the difference. difference. Both able oh, to walk. Clear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Clear. Both able to walk mm -hmm. on their, on their hind legs. One has uh, an interest in uh, picnic baskets. That's mm -hmm. the only difference I see. Picnic. Mm, picnic, picnic baskets. Yeah. Hashtag so, picnic baskets. I was doing a little bit of math there, right? Were is you? It, mm -hmm. Is it 900 to one? So mm -hmm. I was looking mm -hmm. at the map you, you brought up there and mm -hmm. I counted mm -hmm. the dots. Did mm -hmm. you really? I, yeah. I, I, I did it quickly. I did it quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you um, did. Sure. I, I have, I That's have... what I've heard about you. You're very quick. Mm. It's, mm -hmm. Is this show mm -hmm. about over? Interesting. Yeah, we're, we're at the hour mark. Probably should Come cut on. it off here. Come but on. no, I've got, I've got two things that I do really, really well. That's what she said. What? Go ahead. I have two things I do really, really well. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can solve a Rubik's Cube. You cook good steaks, man. All right. I can do three things. He does that. Yeah. Yeah. He um, does. And I can count super fast, Dave. Right. Wow. And so I counted right. the dots. And how long mm -hmm. was that page up there? 30 seconds? Probably Maybe a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. More than enough time. 4,321,736 dots. I'm sorry. Could you say that again? Four million. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three hundred and twenty-one thousand. No. Uh, wow. no. Four hundred and thirty-six dots. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So when you uh -huh. take that and you divide that by the nine hundred, which I think is what they said. Right. 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 Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That is the possibility of almost five thousand. I think it's like four thousand eight hundred one rounding. You know, here <laughs> potential sightings. Of a Sasquatch. Yeah. Or a mangy old bear. Or a mangy right. old bear. One yeah. or the other. Hey, boo-boo. Let's go get us a picnic basket. That, That's that more like That picture looks like he's strangling boo-boo there. Well, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. I'm not here to judge. Dave, yeah. who do you do better? That what was that song, Winnie the Pooh. What was that guy's? Yogi oh. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, Yogi Berra, right? Do you do uh -huh. him? Yeah, yeah, Yogi Berra. <laughs> yeah, or 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 Scooby better. I don't. Or, know. or actually, you don't do Scooby. You do um Scrappy. No, not Scrappy. What's the other one? Scrappy. Nobody does Scrappy. Doody -doody. That's like <laughs> wanting to dress up as Peter Chris. <laughs> he does do right. Oh, exactly. Marty, too soon. No. Um, uh, uh, 
his friend. Shaggy? Sh- Shaggy. Who yeah. do you do better, Shaggy or Yogi? I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Because I never actually hear it from the outside. I just, I've always humiliated and embarrassed my children. So, like, I'll be walking around in the store and, like, come on, pal. We got to go get us some snacks. Okay. <laughs> rah, rah. Right? So, I can kind of knock out a little bit a line here and there. Mm-hmm. I guess if I got to go with probably the most realistic to me is Homer Simpson. All right. Try that one for us. Hmm? We'll do a quick vote. All right. This is the way it goes, Marge. We're going to go out and find this one of them picnic baskets, and we're going to have the best time of our lives. I wish I had talent. God, that sounds good, doesn't it? Do you use that in all facets of your life, Dave? Especially during sex. That's the facet I was hoping you were going to say. Whip out a little Scooby-Doo. The chicks go. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah, I can see it. A lot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can see that. Uh huh. Marge, what's that thing we do? You mean be intimate? Yeah, let's be intimate. That's that's the way it works in the household. That's that's when he walks thing. around with a giant blue wigger. Oh, who's it better? And for I don't even have wedding? to dress. I don't even have to dress up. You've got the look. Naturally. <laughs> I've got the like, like, like Ace of Base said. I've got the look. There you go. Have you been able to get uh, Rick down from? That's not Ace of Base, is it? That's Prince. No, no, no. You got the look. You You, got that was Sheila E. That was she. No, Sheena Easton. Sheena E. Sheena Easton. Sheena E. What? Yeah, yeah. Did you Sheena E? No, that was a song called "You've Got the Look." Yeah, that's good. But who wrote it? Prince. Prince. Yeah. yeah. P, or as I like to call him, P. Rinky. All right, Martin, All right. let's get through this. We've, we're Please just God. over the top of an hour. Oh, just over the top. <laughs> the people, yeah. behind, you, the people behind you are tired yeah. of holding position. They want to get back to partying. I hear also, you. I know. They are. Going. Yeah. Nine yeah. and a half stories to go. Let's do this. Exactly. Yeah. No, two hey. more. Oh, only okay. two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a doctor has a near death experience that has left her a believer and an existent beyond our bodies. A woman who is mm. clinically dead for 15 minutes, Dave, 15 minutes, has time. claimed it mm-hmm. felt like she spent five years in heaven as she That's vividly, kind of what people vividly, say right after the top of the hour every Friday. It that's just feels like right. Five that's hours. Right. <laughs> five hours. <laughs> or do they say it's 15 minutes in heaven? No, uh, it's like five hours uh, in heaven. I don't know. Yeah, Go ahead. Hey, uh-huh. You know, if you take that word, mountain mm-hmm. and range together, mm-hmm. what does mm-hmm. it become? Mm-hmm. Mountain range? No, mange. Oh, no, not at all. See how we tied those stories together? No, that was the last story. And this one's about Dr. Linda Kramer, who (laughs) went to the bathroom in the early hours of the morning on May 6th, 2001, when she felt like she was suddenly falling into a deep sleep. But what she experienced was actually herself dying, and she remained clinically dead for around 15 minutes while being treated by paramedics. That's my worst nightmare. Once resuscitated by paramedics. Yeah. No, dying on the toilet. On that's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, not that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Not... What's been the most famous death? Oh, it's got to be Elvis, I guess. Right? Elvis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna, yeah. Is there, has there been another? I got stories. Dr. I mean, Linda yeah. Kramer. Yeah. Wow. I'm listening, Marty. I'm listening. Once she was resuscitated, the woman claimed she had been to heaven and that she felt she was there for five years. In the interview, which was gained more than 159,000 views on YouTube, Dr. Mm. Kramer claims 
she was able to assume any form she wanted while there and visited anywhere she pleased just by thinking about it. So I'm there interacting with people, talking to people, becoming mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like the weed waxed me. But um, mm. the woman's experience was documented by the NDE Diary Channel, a forum where people openly discuss their near-death experiences. So it's so pretty interesting. Mm. I think... Uh, that was it? Was that the whole that story? That was it. That was it. Oh. it was Man, a short I one. should have got that Somewhat one. That as uh, I've heard others say. I didn't even get to this picture. Yeah, that was a big yeah. one. That was well, a good one. Yeah. That was a good why one, can't 159,000 views? Why can't one of you die and then come back so that we can, oh, I get, can some, get 159 views? views. Yeah. Greg, Greg I, do, is it. I right. do it every show. <laughs> In the 20th century, here are some famous names that passed away while on the oh, throne. There we go. Give us a hint. Garland. No, I never heard that. Overdosed on barbiturates while using a toilet. Oh. What are barbiturates, Greg? Uh, we'll close. talk later. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Dave. Elvis the pretzel, a cardiac mm -hmm. arrest due to alleged drug overdose while using the toilet. Um, Michael common, Godwin, common thing. Yeah, initially sentenced to death by electrocution, later reduced to a life sentence, was accidentally electrocuted when he bit a pair of headphones <laughs> while sitting on the metal pillow. Oh. Oh, that's that's not good. Yeah, I don't. Let me see. Uh, seems a little fishy Ooh. to me. Robert Pastorelli. Oh, Robert. Don't know that person. Yeah. yeah, he was on Murphy Brown. He that was called in the painter. He was oh, yeah. best friends with Murphy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, Christopher Shale. He he died of uh, morphine while on the toilet. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah. Well, you want to relax the bowels. That's not the way to do it. <laughs> no, no, it's just con Actually, I mean, I've been. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I've been bunched, but I don't think I want to whack yeah, it up with, that, with yeah, morphine. Here, yeah. Christopher Shale died of a heart attack on a portable toilet. Oh God! Oh, at the Glastonbury oh, Festival. Blue. So you're that's oh that's even worse. You're not at home. You're just enough. You fall toilet. out the door oh, with your pants around your ankles. That is a that's a uh, people just festival. step right over you. They'll yeah. just step yeah. right over you and go in. I don't yeah. recognize some of these names. Yeah. Coolio. 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 He died of a, died of a heart. No, he, he died, died last year. Yeah. He yeah. Did? He died September 28th, 2022. I Coolio died of a heart guy. attack on a toilet while at a friend's house. Now that's I, funny. I work for, I work I, that I wouldn't mind. Like being over at Chachi's. <laughs> no. Just deuce, deuce no one's allowed to use the toilet at my house yeah. ever again. <laughs> I don't want to have it happen at my house or like a music <laughs> festival. Right on, right yeah, but you know what, Dave? Hopper. But but in Chot, yeah, in, in Eric's you know, bathroom, there's gold toilet. So if I you know, die. Hashtag Chachi's Hopper. That's week. right. <laughs> I died on Chachi's Hopper. Uh, let me see. There was also some pre- Coolio oh, died? That's yeah. messed up. Yeah, last year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, he he gave to... some parties, dude. Yeah, that guy can give some parties. Ooh, King Edmund Ironside of England died while on the crapper. Jamar yeah. Duke of Bohemia, Godfrey the Fourth, Duke of Lower Lorraine, Wenceslaw Third of Bohemia. It's hard to believe all those uh, kings and dukes and regals that are eating a lot of cheese. My, my gone. Mm, might be a bear, connection there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. Uh, oh, this JW. Also known as Balloon Man. Uh, oh, yeah, I am. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. he died in 1892. This so is my Balloon favorite Man. part of the show. Right He's here. at the Mutter Museum. What? Oh, the, the I've always wanted to go the there. The, the, no, the poop. The poop stories. You always got to make it weird. <laughs> always. So, just, Judy Garland. 
I mean, yeah. that's right up there with Elvis. How Come did we on, not know man. that? I did not because know they didn't talk about that stuff back then. They just said she died. They don't embarrass yeah. people. When now did Judy it's all Garland about pass? Like ballpark. Young. 80s, 90s, 2000s. Oh, no. Yes, it was 2002, I believe. <laughs> I could be wrong. Let me see if I can pull yeah, that up. Could, you could be uh, wrong. Judy Garland passed away June 22nd, 1969. Boom. Only uh, Stone's Throw from 2002. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, I have got one last copy of the Karma Factor available. Oh. I told you I was giving two away. Uh, I said, if I die, I want to die in a specific way, and I gave a hashtag. The first person to email me at DavidParanormal60.com with the hashtag I created for that gets the second book. It's the first one. I will be Man. checking time codes because I'll be getting back on Monday. So Monday, I'll announce the winners. So remember, for the first copy of the book, the first person that responded with what Chachi's hashtag shirt was last week. And then, and I remember it, guys. I'll tell you after the show. And then the first person to respond with what I just said, that if I was going to go, I wanted to go at Chachi's, and I came up with a hashtag for it. All right. That's the first one that can respond to that. All right. One last story. I do what? not remember what my hashtag shirt was last week. I wow. swear to God. We're in trouble. I, I'll remind I don't you. remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. yeah. Was it good? All right. Yeah, yeah it was good. I one. thought so. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's get to it, Greg. Stop uh, Stop tinkering Rumbling. around. Can you just get mm, to your story? On. My God, you're always get dragging this thing night. down. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I got it. It's a living Nostradamus to use paranormal gift to fight crime as the next Sherlock Holmes. There he is. Adam Lambert. Yeah. yeah. No. No. All right, self-proclaimed prophet, known as the living Nostradamus, says that he is ready to use his paranormal gifts to fight crime. Athos Salome, or Salome. not his real name. Athos, Athos Salome? Athos? Solome. Athos Salome? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Athos Salome, it's Greek, says that the paranormal has always been linked with mystery, magic, and the occult. Mm -hmm. The Brazilian seer claims that it also plays a prolific role in the highest political, religious, and economic summits of the planet. That's the paranormal. Mm. Police forces across the globe have Mm -hmm. on occasion consulted with psychics and paranormal investigators to help unravel their Mm -hmm. cases. Solomé claims that he wants to follow in the footsteps of the footsteps of Arthur Conan Doyle. I've been there, buddy. Yeah. Hang in there. Yeah. Another set. Follow in the footsteps there, buddy. of uh-huh. Arthur Conan Doyle's infamous detective Sherlock Holmes and mm-hmm. use his gifts to aid forces. The paranormal investigator said, what few people know is that paranormality, even though it is not yet considered a science, is a field that has its own studies and and research, which guarantees the integrity of the professionals who work in the area of knowledge. He added, there are several proven cases in which mediums have investigated paranormalists, have helped the police to unravel (laughs) crimes that have first seemed unsolvable. Hey, Mm. unsolvable, unsolvable. <laughs> to his unsolvable. Yeah, it was oh, unsolvable. God, here we go. I put that on a shirt, but I can't spell it. <laughs> That's okay. Greg can't say it. It's a perfect fit. <laughs> Look at it. Usually oh, you don't drink when you make a mistake yourself, Greg. But hey, good for oh, you. Oh, no. We're going. Get you some thing. dickle, buddy. 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey. Go deep on the dickle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to write that one down. Hold on. Yeah. It's always <laughs> correct. on my chest. Go deep show. on the dickle. Quit talking like that. Quit talking. What are you doing? What? Yeah. You're drinking. You're the one it's drinking the dickle. Drickle. It is the family show. Drickle. Did you just say drickle? No, you said dickle. No. Hashtag drickle. Is there more uh, to this? Yeah, it's it's oh it's God. one of those long ones, man. Currently, it's not I'm reading it along with you. Currently, <laughs> the investigator divides his time between the study of the occult and the Kabbalah, and it's helping people long. who need to clarify difficult situations. Solomon mm-hmm. believes that only a matter of time before he also works with a local police force. He added that there have already been opportunities to help, but he has refused due to prejudice against the paranormal as science to help solve crimes i'm gonna call i'm gonna call bullshit i'm gonna even say that word right and i'm gonna throw this up there wow right but here's the deal oh i'm not gonna help solve crimes because people are prejudiced against the paranormal if you have a skill that can help law enforcement and help families find resolution like don't give me this oh we're trying to get because there's a prejudice to the paranormal don't do it don't help law enforcement because you believe they're prejudiced i understand that but not to the paranormal shut up it's what your gift is do it or don't do it don't Don't sit there yeah yeah why are you yelling why are you yelling at me i'm the messenger all right so do you want one of yours do you want me to read the whole perineal gland thing and perineal gland uh, pine, pine, uh, let's, first gland. i'd like you to learn how to say the word pineal um, gland. i just got here i just Good. drove up in my car got out here got in this thing turned We've this been thing on the air for an, an hour, hour ago. and 16 minutes hour you could have been glancing at the story oh. while we were doing this one isn't it ironic don't you think uh, a little too ironic and yeah i really do I really- think all right, Greg, it's your It's, it's like a pineal right. gland. It's like a yep. pineal gland is the third eye. It can show us to surreal and extraordinary dimensions, he explains. Back to you, Dave. I, I don't want to back oh, to me. that was good. You keep okay, uh, Salome is... No, I was kidding. To... Are we oh, done? Okay. What? Oh, What's my God. How do you take one page of story and stretch it into 22 minutes long when it's 82-point font? I, I keep don't understand. getting interrupted. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you do these pauses. You're like, and that's how he helped solve the crime. And then tomorrow, we, and then you're like, <laughs> but then he found that the socks under the bed belonged to Mrs. Tucker. And that's how the crime was really solved. Dave, you know how there are people until the next day when he vote. <laughs> yeah. oh you know, there are people such as yourself who do really good impressions. I would love to do see if any of our well do impressions. I would love to see well. if any of our listeners have a Greg impression on how he reads because there is mm-hmm. definitely a a way that he does it that is very right. unique. Right. What? Um, yeah. I have a I have a I have a condition. <laughs> Again, this brings the show to a screeching halt. Really Hashtag I have a condition. I want him to get a shirt. Oh, okay, I'm on it. Hashtag, oh, I, I, oh I need a new pen. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. I have uh, a Nikki, uh, bring me more paper. Uh, this mes- next message is specifically for you, Greg. I want to welcome our sponsor again, BetterHelp. Get the help that you need, please, for the <laughs> love of God. Get, get the help you need. No, seriously. In well, all, I know, Glenn. BetterHelp. Uh, visit BetterHelp.com slash P60, and you're going to save 10% off your first month. Help support the advertisers that support the show. And this is an advertiser who's going to help. I promise you, they've helped me. They'll help you check it out. We're gonna take uh, the rest of the night off. We're gonna we're gonna go have fun aboard the Jericho cruise. Well, mm-hmm. 
Greg's off with the Kling brothers. I don't yep. know, doing something. Not on the ship with us. None but we're going to go have fun. And uh, you know who's with us? Lou. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he? Is our he? Buddy, our King oh, yeah, Louis. Greg. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lou. Lou. oh, that was the, that's the catalyst. And I'll have you hey. know, let me just put this out there. Mm, Lou found go. out eight days ago, and he and his wife signed mm. up. That's great. Oh. Right. Oh. Uh, hey, just a little bit more that's time. A, that's Actually, that's Lou right, right behind me in the blue jacket and the sunglasses. Hey, Lou. Hey, for what it's worth, Robert and I are working on a little song for y'all. So I just wanted to... To tell you that Tara, Tara, and Ryan are going to be there too aboard the cruise. Alice is going to be aboard the cruise. Wait, whoa, Alice is going. Crazy Alice. Seriously, Alice is going from Alice Romania. Going. Yes. From Romania. Well, she's not from Romania. She's from New York, but you met her on the Romania trip. Mm -hmm. Yes, Alice. Alice will be on board the. It's going well, to be great. Uh, I, I can't wait to meet all me of the great thing. listeners. Mm -hmm. I, I, we've. I've been advertising it for a year on this show. I don't know what hey, more I can I do. Am Maybe if like you watch the show once yeah, in a while. Yeah. I am booked like two years ahead. I need oh, I need to yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Good to be a Lawson. So Dave, hey, let me uh, ask you something. Brad and uh, Barry, can I come over and paint your deck? That's not being booked, Greg. <laughs> Especially when you ask the morning of. Yes, Marty. You had a question. Go ahead, Martin. Yeah, if Lou's there. Mm -hmm. Is Ruth going to be there? Yes. Yes. She's You're be on there. the cruise with us. You've already Come seen on, her. Come on, Marty. God, I'm not even on the Marty cruise, and I know. We're gonna, I'm going to try to get to port and post a picture of our team that's okay. going to be there. And I, I'm sure I'm forgetting there are some more great people, plus some listeners that are going to be on hand. We're going to have a great time. We're that looking forward like fun, to it. Yeah. Now, we do have a brand new show on Monday. Let me see if I can pull this up, because I'd like to make a mention of it. On Monday night... Myth, Miracle, and Making Friends with Ghosts. Maxim Furick is going to join us to talk to us about the Shepton Mining Miracle story. This is crazy. If you've never nice. heard it before, you're going to want to tune in for that. Mallory is going to join us to talk about Making Friends with Ghosts. She is a mom, a paranormal investigator, and somebody that dealt with postpartum depression and used the paranormal to get her out of the doldrums. We're going to talk to her about her oh, wow. experiences and more. That's Monday night on a brand new episode. And next Friday... Because I love you people, uh -huh. three of us will be here live. Three of us. There's one guy who can't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Well, I'm going to Casablanca or whatever. Yeah. Greg will be here. Casablanca. I'll be here. Chachi will be here. <laughs> I don't know. Where's he going? Oh, I'm good. Puerto it's Rico. Where are you going, going Marty? Go to Jamaica. Going. Go ahead, Mark it, though. Where are you going, Greg? Where are you going? Me? Where's yeah. Marty going? Yeah, you, yeah, right? you're, no, you're doing where are you going? this weekend. Yeah. Where oh yeah. Gonna no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be you? in. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Galveston. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, <laughs> no, that's too bad. What are the odds? I, I hope to God people are watching thing? the video. Is this on? Is this on? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm just kidding, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Greg. All right, the paranormal. Wait, wait, Greg. Let me do you the favor that I've done for the other guys when it's come to these moments. All right, Greg. Hey, you buddy. have the con, sir. Where are you going to be, and how can people come see you this weekend while we're off on the cruise having a good time in the bar? Thanks, Dave. Hey, there he went. I'm going to be at, where am I going to be? I'm going to be at the Kabbalah and the Stewart, which is in Galveston, Texas. With the Kling Brothers, we're going to be having a good time. We're going to stay there on the ships uh, overnight, and we're going to do some ghost hunting. So if anybody wants to come to Galveston this weekend, like tomorrow, uh, actually like tonight when this airs. How can they? 
How can they yeah. get tickets, Greg? How can they? How can uh, yeah, they you go out? to you. You go to either uh, Everyday Paranormal. You can go to my um, my uh, Facebook, and it's on there. You can go to. You have my, a Facebook? I do. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's, it's Greg Lawson. Yeah. Okay. Greg H. Lawson. Great. So people, yeah, paranormal. So people can find tickets. Are there events both Friday and Saturday? Can they get yeah. tickets for both still? Uh, y- yes, you can. Yep. Oh, Jericho Cruise is sold out. So it's good that the people that didn't make it can have a chance to go hang out with you in Galveston. Well, I think we're sold Texas. out. So. Yeah. So then they can't get tickets. So this no, whole advertising can, yeah, no, should no, be edited ahead. out of this check, episode. You might want to check it. Check, check. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, Greg. Greg. He gave you the floor. Free marketing to what? millions of listeners. And then you say it's sold out. We're sold out. Yeah. We don't need <laughs> you. know what, though? But but most importantly, do you know what he was telling us? The truth. truth. That's all. And that's what this show is about. <laughs> We're about, just here yeah. to talk about the truth. The truth. Uh, so, ladies we need and gentlemen, an after show. We're, thank you for tuning show. in to the Paranormal Sixty News Truth. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth edition. We will be back next week with more of the best and brand new episodes of the Paranormal's Finest. We are the Paranormal Sixty. Oh!